Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tonight, it is confirmed. There is now a general agreement within the governing MPP. The vice president, Dr. Baumia, and the flag bearer of the party must select his running mate from the Ashanti region. But does he agree with this general view? That's why I'll suggest that you should look at that region and pick from within that region. And I generally agreed in the party. Generally agreed that. Uh, if Baumia wins, his running mate should come from the region. Does Baumia agree with this general view? I think so. We have an exclusive with the first deputy speaker of parliament who has himself been tipped to be Dr. Baumia's running mate. Plus, did government miss a November 1 IMF specified timeline for the fulfillment of conditions to trigger disbursement of second tranche of $600 million or not? We have details from multiple IMF documents detailing the timeline and highlighting government's main challenge in meeting a critical condition. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Tonight, we're getting an exclusive from the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament, Joe Osowusu, who is confirming tonight that there is now a general agreement within the governing New Patriotic Party. The Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, and the flag bearer of the party must select his running mate from the Ashanti region. But does he agree with this general view? That's later. Uh, we'll get into that specifics when we hear from him. But first, though, Government has been uh, insisting in the last few days that it had not missed a November 1 IMF timeline for the fulfillment of conditions to trigger the disbursement of a second tranche of $600 million. In a statement in response to a My Joy Online story, the ministry claimed there is no 1st November 2023 timeline for disbursement of the second tranche of the IMF funds and that the timeline has not been missed. So did government miss a November 1 IMF specified timeline or not? We have details from more multiple IMF documents detailing the timeline and highlighting government's main challenge in meeting a critical condition. My colleague, uh, Kofiju, joins me in the studio with details of this and more. Now, the ministry made a number of claims. I'm mm -hmm. going to go through the claim and, and what the documents tell us. The first claim is, quote, there is no 1st November 
2023 timeline for disbursement of the second tranche of the IMF funds. What do we know? Well, Evans, this claim is false. Uh, there is November 1 deadline or timeline with two conditions to be met by the government to trigger release of $600 million. This is both on page 45, uh, table 9, and page 72, table 1, contained in the official IMF program document for Ghana. Now, quickly, let me take you to table 9 of page 45, titled Ghana, Access and Facing Under the Arrangement 2023 to 2026. There are two actions government of Ghana is expected to meet to trigger the release of the second tranche of $600 million. Now, Evans, first is the observance of end June 2023 performance criteria, and second is the completion of the first review. So, to be very emphatic, there is a timeline. Absolutely. And, and the use of that word is important, as we will discover uh, pretty soon. There's a second claim mm -hmm. by the finance ministry that, quote, no deadline has been set by the IMF for the second tranche disbursement, which is due to take place after the IMF executive board approves the first review. Mm. What do we know? Whatsoever, well, as we never use the word deadline in the story. You notice the ministry imported the word deadline when they acknowledge in their first sentence that our reference was to timeline. So in the first sentence, they say timeline. The very next sentence, they talk of deadline. The fact is, in the IMF specified timeline for a series of conditions to be fulfilled to trigger the release of the funds. Now, in this case, that timeline was specified as November 1, 2023, by which date Ghana should have fulfilled the two conditions that I mentioned. First, observance of end June 2023 criteria performance, and second, the completion of the first review. It is only when Ghana fulfills these that according to the IMF on page uh, uh, 72, uh, table one, that the fund will release the second tranche of $600 million. Okay, so that's a second claim there. Let's go to the third claim, that the publication of my, the Major Online uh, references to table nine mm -hmm. on page 72 of the Memorandum of Economic and Financial Policies MEFP published on 17th May 2023 by the IMF. Now, mm. this is the finance ministry making the reference to what they thought they had seen in that major online yeah. story that the publication references table 9 on page 72. What do we know? The claim is completely false. There is nothing like table 9 on page 72 in the official IMF extended credit facility program documents, Evans. Okay, let's go to the next claim that the November 1 stated and i'm quoting the uh, ministry statement the number one stated in this table is an indicative timeline for completion of the first review based on the observance of the end june 2023 performance criteria now this next sentence is important it says again from the ministry statement mm. the first review was successfully completed mm. on 6th october 2023 culminating in a staff level agreement sla on the same day what do we know this is false and at best misleading at first let's quote from the imf press release issued on october 6 2023 titled imf reaches staff level agreement on the first review of the extended credit facility and conduct discussions of the 2023 article 4 consultations with ghana 
which the finance ministry re uh, reference or refers to. Now, quote, Ghana will have access to about $600 million in financing once the review is approved by the IMF management and formally completed by the IMF executive board. To ensure timely completion of the review, the country needs official creditors to quickly reach agreement on debt treatment in line with financing assurances thereby provided in May they provided in May 2023, end of quote, Evans. Okay, and this is important. Now, from this direct quote, and this is a direct quote from the IMF press mm, release, from yeah. this direct quote, the review is not complete by any stretch of the finance ministry's yeah, imagination. absolutely. At best, the SLA was, con was a conditional one. Absolutely. Now, according to the IMF itself, and I want to repeat that quote, quote, the timely completion of the review... Mm -hmm. For the timely completion of the review, the country needs official creditors to quickly reach an agreement on the debt treatment in line with the financing assurances they provided Absolutely. in May 2023. Now, so if on the face of that quote from that statement, it isn't complete until we secure this what the IMF is calling the financing assurances mm -hmm. from our creditors. Mm -hmm. Now, there's more. Well, so again, in the same release, Mr. Stefan Rode, who is the mission chief for Ghana, stated, quote, This staff level agreement is subject to IMF management approval and executive board consideration once the necessary financing assurances have been received. An agreement with, with official creditors on debt treatment in line with program parameters will provide the needed financing assurances. Now, upon completion of the executive board review, Ghana will have access to SDR 451.4 million, which is equivalent to $600 million advance. Okay, so the IMF mission chief for Ghana again emphasizes the point in direct contradiction of the ministry's claim yeah. of having successfully completed the first review in stating emphatically that the SLA is subject to IMF management and executive board considerations, and I need to emphasize this, yeah. which is dependent, quote, on the necessary financing assurances and another quote an agreement with official creditors on a debt treatment which will then trigger mm -hmm. um, as the statement clarifies the release of the second tranche of 600 million dollars mm -hmm. now the IMF missing chief himself says that categorically the question to ask the finance ministry is if they had indeed completed the first review mm -hmm. and there was no other condition why have the IMF not still disbursed a $600 million? Question. Because as we've stated in the pages that we quoted in the program document, by November 1, which is a timeline we reported, two conditions mm -hmm. would have been met. Yeah. And June. Uh, performance performance criteria. criteria. And then the second bit is, the review. The, is a review. Absolutely. And as we know, the IMF has been saying, as we've been quoting, that review is not complete until you secure the financial assurances. Now, our story was accurate. Absolutely. In referencing the timeline stated in the IMF program document for the fulfillment of conditions and the disbursement of the second tranche. Now, Evans, again, to emphasize the point that Ghana has not completed a successful review to trigger the release of the second tranche, uh, Mr. Stefan Rode again stated that the same press release, quote, in light of Ghana compelling performances under the fund supported program, the critical next step is to secure an agreement with official creditors 
on the terms of debt treatment consistent with the IMF Executive Board Approval Program parameters and debt targets. We urge official creditors to move forward and agree on appropriate debt treatment in line with the financing assurances they provided in May 2023. Now, to be clear, this condition to trigger the disbursement of $600 million was referenced at least three times in the IMF press release announcing the SLA on October 6th. Mm. This is the reason the November 1 timeline stated in the IMF program document has been missed because Ghana is yet to secure what the IMF described as agreement on debt treatment with external creditors in line with the financial assurances they provided in May 2023. So in fact, the ministry statement acknowledges this point when they themselves stated yeah. in that release yeah. that, quote, external debt restructuring negotiations are progressing smoothly. The government of Ghana is making good progress in accordance with its strategic plan to engage the official creditor committee of the Paris Club, secure a memorandum of understanding on debt restructuring, mm -hmm. and go before the IMF executive board for approval of the first read. They use the word before. Before they, they go. Uh, and And... All we've said is in the pages as we've quoted that there is a timeline. Forty-five. That there is a specific timeline that was specified. What at best, what the finance ministry has done in the last few days is to clarify that that timeline indeed has been missed, mm -hmm. and there is a different timeline now because Absolutely. we are working towards securing those financing assurances from our external creditors, which the IMF has been very categorical mm -hmm. that we need to get before the board will sit and consider the approving the disbursement of the second tranche. Uh, thank you very much. Indeed, we spoke to Professor Gofred Bokwing on this. This is what he told us. Is that crucial? In fact, what makes it even more crucial is not the 600 million dollars the IMF will give us. The additional leash in terms of the external creditors, external bilateral, external commercial, that will complement the inflows of the IMF is what is important. You can have a beautiful plan, program, like the way the IMF has been for us. Translating that program into actual requires financing. So the IMF is helpless in translating the program into actual without the, the, the commitment from our external bilateral and external commercial. So if you look at the way the program is designed, in, in, in balance of payment financing terms, the gap is $15 billion. And the IMF with your name on the program is only able to provide $3 billion per three years. So what it means is that the resources that are required to implement the program that has IMF's name on it, is beyond the IMF itself. And the IMF knows that if they don't tie the program review to uh, getting or procuring agreements from Ghana's external bilateral, especially, and once they get the agreement with external bilateral to the official creditor committee, because of the comparable debt treatment under the G20 common framework, that also rules in largely the external commercial. Okay. So the IMF knows that without uh, this agreement, the program can only achieve limited effectiveness because if they approve the program and then we get the 600 million, from now to January next year or February next year, the 600 million is not enough to close the dollar deficit gap. So the city will need to It will undermine confidence in our economy. The other critical thing to bear in mind 
is that government is not making the much needed progress with the syndicated economy. Okay, that also fuels uncertainty in the market. And, and, and one wonders what could be holding the external creditors from agreeing to government's proposal. You know, when the IMF, uh, when they made the uh, financing assurance a prior action, when that was obtained, the challenge that we highlighted was that the, the external bilateral needed to walk their talk and talk their work. So a lot depends on that. And remember that these are also countries. Apart from the agreement, they will reach at the official creditor committee level, chaired by China, co-chaired by China and France. They have to also take it to their member individual countries and the rest of them. And it takes time. Even in the case of Ghana, I think we are moving at a slightly faster pace compared to Zambia and all of that. Okay, so mm-hmm. there are issues that have to be resolved. The G20 Common Framework itself is, is under review going through. This is the first time we are using something like that. Mm-hmm. And therefore, clear timelines, administrative issues, sequencing remains uh, uh, uncharted. Okay. But, but, but Prof, Prof, really, just before I let you off, very briefly though, uh, we've missed the November 1 uh, timeline. Today is November 9. Are you hopeful we are able to get back on track? My, 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 my assessment of the situation is that the IMF is working towards a board approval by the end of this month, and I believe that um, the, the, the official creditor committee, we are picking signals that China is coming on board and all of that. So I'm quite hopeful that by the end of this month, mm-hmm. we should be able to check that box. And that there is Professor Bokping, uh, economist and uh, finance lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, speaking to us last week, Thursday.